like our super organic uh, intro here? Well, I was actually thinking about a hard intro on this one. Just right. a quick, you know, hey guys, we're back type of thing. Sure. Why don't you do it? All right. So, hey guys, we're back. <laughs> um, what thank up? you for hanging around for a second. We've been busy. Uh, Slav had the wedding. I was traveling to the wedding and back and then had stuff going on to my own. So we are thankful for your patience and we are happy to be back here with you happy to be catching up again well you had a lot of travel because you had to like travel all the way up here and then you had to travel to israel and you only just got back in now yeah i mean things were tense in israel i i mean i had a lot of things i was juggling a lot of people you know conflicting interests on both sides great people on both sides too they were not happy about the wedding i'll say that much oh Um, mm. (laughs) see most of their weddings don't go so well (laughs) We do a couple of things over there for their weddings. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the, well, it's, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but have you seen these like guys like with like a little like paraglider buggies flying into Israel? Yo, that's sick as fuck. No, I haven't. I like have they have little that. like gliding gyrocopters or something. It's like, it's fucking hilarious. Like they got like a go-kart and just put a fucking. Yeah. Like you know exactly there. what I'm talking about. Like it's like, it's like, <laughs> The, it's like a dune buggy with a paraglider parachute, and they're just like you just see just like Arabs flying into Tel Aviv or or whatever. <laughs> Dude, the boys it's pulling up. Tel Aviv, but that's crazy. It is crazy. Anyways, anyways, yeah, dude, fucking, uh, it was a big thing. It was big. I mean, how long did we? How long? Oh my has god, what's going on? Sorry, my cats were just fucking knocking stuff over outside. And I just heard a big ruckus. So, I'm... dude, we are just back in 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 usual form immediately. <laughs> yeah, uh, immediately. But yeah, dude, it was it was a big thing. It was we met for the first time. I did a little bit of a recap on the Patreon just when I was driving to work. Just some thoughts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it was great to meet you for the very first time and meet your lovely wife. Um, to meet your friends, some of which actually listen to the pod, it turns out. So that was a cool thing and kind of off, like a little bit uh, caught me off guard a little bit at times. Right. But it was definitely cool and comforting to meet people who kind of already knew what I was about. So there were no surprises, which is kind of cool. Totally. Totally. Yeah, no, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. The The wedding was was awesome. It was great to meet you. It was Honestly, like it was cool. It was cool us doing the meetup at a really busy thing, too, because then I feel like there's a lot less pressure on the Mm -hmm. whole like, all right, like, is it going to be chill thing? You know, like, yeah. And it's more just like, all right, there's a lot fucking going on. We're just going to like I was like I was like losing my mind already. So it was Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It was just a lot of moving and you helped with the dog, which was cool. And I did. I did meet Wallace and help with Wallace. And that was great. He's a real one. Yeah, he is a real one. He's he's so fucking goofy looking, bro. It's it's crazy. He's a pretty fucking weird dog. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. And I mean, to, to all those curious about it, I I you know, I mean, I mean, you experienced it kind of as a as a as a guest, but I, f- I feel like it went pretty, pretty much without a hitch. I think it went good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what y'all had in mind or anything like to know how it lived up to your expectations. But from my point of view, yeah, everything went great. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was, I mean, without giving too much info, I don't even know what's like too much info at this point. Um, but basically just like, it was kind of a big production. It was a multi-day mm-hmm. thing basically. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, nothing really went wrong. We had one person in the wedding party drop out because they got bat flu. Oh, dude, um, a lot of it going around right now. Yep. Yep, there is. Um, it's actually funny because my sister and her partner like texted us like like a, like a two days after the wedding. They're like, hey, we have COVID. And we were just like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like, what do you want? You want us to tell other people? It's not like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. You want a cookie or something? Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was beautiful. Um, I am, it was a beautiful ceremony for sure. Yeah, and um, fucking a man, there was there was a lot of moving parts. I think it I think it went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, cake was bussing, the food was bussing. Um, yeah, dude, I didn't even get any of the cake. I didn't even think about it. Like I got too caught up in just like talking with people and everything going on, and I was like, oh, I think I could have had that almond cake. Well, um, you were talking to Figgy at that point too, right? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm calling him by his by his by his his nickname now because I because I think we had talked about potentially having him on. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I mean, we'll probably say it in the future, but yeah, we got into the weeds. Oh yeah, I was I was stoked <laughs> about that too because like I was stoked for um for you to talk to to a couple of people in particular. So yeah, man, it was great. It was good meeting everybody um, and just seeing everyone that kind of informs your life and who you are. And kind of getting that that side of things so I can have that as like background in my mind. And then also like now just seeing you in person. So now I can like imagine a face and micro expressions and like facial <laughs> expressions and stuff when, when we're yeah. talking. So that's a nice thing that wasn't there before. Dude, it's funny. It, well, it's funny too. Kind of kind of similar to what I was saying earlier just about like just just about how like, you know, you, you worry about it being a little awkward, right? Mm-hmm. And like so you got in really late at night. Yeah. And or at least arrived where we were all staying. Mm-hmm. And so like we were all outside like having a bonfire. And so it was funny because like the first time I really have a conversation with you is still basically pitch blackout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we could still barely see each other. And it's still in front of an audience of people to a degree. <laughs> right. Which was also funny because we're like talking to my wife one of my wife's friends. And he's like, and he's like, oh, like, how do you guys know each other? We're like, you know, podcast. And he's like, <laughs> oh, what's it called? And we're like, well, we can't really, you know, say. And then he's just kind of talking. And he's like, oh, yeah. He, and he's being really nice. Yeah, right? he, like, he got it for sure. Yeah, he, he's like being super chill. Um, but it was just it was just kind of one of those things. Where it's like, oh, you know, we just kind of talk about stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was cool, dude. I ended up talking with him. I didn't know that he was friends but uh i didn't know who, like, how he worked name, into the, the oh shit i'll cut that out i'll beat that one out <laughs> it's all good. Uh, fuck uh, but yeah i see i was worried I this might happen a little bit i literally knew this was gonna happen this this week <laughs> it's totally fine just okay to, yeah yeah just, well i'll definitely bleep that one so that's around six minutes anyhow i didn't know how he worked into the equation but i ended up talking with him and his um girlfriend that was with him uh mm-hmm. for a while and we talked about like music festivals and drug bands and stuff like that so that was that was great for me so They're actually good cool cool thing kind of a small world effect here um you remember um when we had crypto scion and mm-hmm. he was talking about you guys we were talking about like hippie architecture oh yeah yeah um and he was talking about how he knew some lady up around my neck of the woods that sold dome houses Mm-hmm. Um, that guy and his fiance live in a dome house. Oh, yo, no shit. That's cool. Yeah, and we helped them put to get, put it together. Oh, that's who it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense too. Man, yep. hell yeah. Yep. Apparently, yeah, I, think, cool people, I, I think I was hearing him talk. I think it actually has ended up being a little bit of a pain in the ass for him. 
Um, but uh, but I it's, could see it's that. Yeah. I, well, I think I think they didn't insulate it, and oh. they were told that they could just use like a wood burning stove. Um, but it's been kind of a, a pain in the ass, I guess. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Anyways, Dude, it gets a little chilly, and com- trying to combat like the cold without the proper equipment is just kind of a nightmare. Right. Well, was, and honestly, uh, it's it's interesting because he was like bitching about it, and it was like, man, we're like just coming out of the summer too, so like, oh, he's gonna be fucked later on. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's like that's gonna be bad, isn't it? Dude, that was another thing, like the climate shift for me, because um, it had been pretty hot here all summer long, and then I just showed up there, and it was like. 50 degrees kind of brisk a little bit in the air um so that was like a nice little thing i was like oh dude fuck yeah weather that's not miserable um nice scenery everything was pretty great man so definitely am thankful that you and your wife uh included me on on that weekend and then oh yeah of course man no i mean honestly it was it was like it was beautiful it was like genuinely a blessing where the whole week up until we left, right? It was pouring, dude. It was pouring. And we we had like a decently warm summer and we hadn't had a lot of rain. And then it was just dumping and dumping and dumping and dumping. And, you know, we had been like, oh, well, you know, like we uh, were like doing like an end of September wedding. Like, I guess we're kind of getting what we asked for, which by the way, the only reason we had an end of September wedding is because her family wanted to go on a motherfucking vacation that <laughs> delayed my proposal. Um, and so I blame them, but anyways, um, and, and it's raining and it's raining. And the night before we're leaving, I'm like, dude, like, like, are the roads going to fucking flood? Like, is my mom not, you know, my mom's in an area where, you know, water levels can really trap you where you're at. Sure. Right. I think like there's a lot of areas like that up in that area, dude. There's just so much water fucking everywhere and stuff's built right up next to the water. And yep. we'll spend yeah. a lot, a lot of the time too, like, like, um, like, um, uh, like farm areas with streams and shit. Right. So, oh, yeah. Um, a lot of diverted water. That's a problem we have in the city a lot where it's just like just so much diverted water from being like, you know, big grass fields that don't suck up as much water as they mm-hmm. as they could or like a bunch of concrete or buildings or whatever rooftops. And it causes a lot of water flowing in places where it doesn't really have the capacity to hold that much. So there's right. a lot of flooding and shit like that. Yeah. So like I'm fucking losing my shit about that. It's like the night before we leave. And because, like I said, it was like it was like a multi-day thing, right? It was like we like left Thursday morning, set up Thursday, Friday, wedding on Saturday, leave Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And um, excuse me, and um, and dude, we get we get on the boat and we get off at our destination day, like on the departure day, mm-hmm. and the second we fucking land the clouds literally part the sun comes out and it does not go away until like the evening of sunday yeah hell yeah it was was beautiful the whole time it was beautiful the whole time and like and then monday morning it was just like dumping again yeah that's god shining down a blessing upon y'all's union bro that's what that is dude straight up straight up so i loved it i mean we like Dude, we didn't get we didn't get married like in a church. We got, you know, the officiant was my like Buddhist friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but like honestly, you know, 
you know he seemed to get the program you know of what y'all are going for he seemed like he got the program of what y'all are going for so oh well no and and you saw dude it's like we like we had the we had the bit we had biblical stuff in it we did the Mm -hmm. lasso we did that was like uh, that was some mexican shit yeah that was cool i've never seen that before i liked it Dude, honestly, I had barely seen it before, too. A little cultural um, appropriation, always nice, dude. <laughs> dude, 100%. Uh, uh, and um, and I felt like it was good. I felt like it was balanced, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and I, dude, I've been to weddings that are, like, in churches and yeah. are really, like... Because, okay, because straight up, like, we're not, you know, we're still living in sin right now because we're not married within the church, right? Okay. So like we need to get we need to get our 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 priest to like bless our marriage and oh, yada yada yada. Um, we had planned on doing that, but it's like, well, now I'm kind of getting into the weeds here. But I'll yeah, I'll go into it, right? Um, we had done that, and then there was just all this clerical runaround nightmare bullshit. Sure. Um, with like the nuns who just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, Bureaucracy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll apologize for this in confession. Um, and uh and so at that point it was just like dude whatever like let's just do the wedding that we're gonna do point is i was just gonna say is i've been to weddings that are like in churches and like i feel like this was um i don't know it's like you can't you can't tell me that those are more legitimate than what yeah you know this felt just really authentic you know i think that's really what it's about and i mean this is getting into the argument of the whole spirit of the of the thing versus the actual like traditional Yep. ritual of the thing but i think that the spirit of the thing is the most important in this kind of scenario and it wasn't to the letter of the law but i didn't really want that you know right and I so mean, it was cool very and... conventional people i feel like in that sense anyhow so it'd be kind of you know i mean i think i feel like it's it would be kind of a hard turn if you were just like we're gonna do this super traditionally like you know to the letter of the law on well this. no like it, exactly right and it was honestly it was a kind of one of these things just like dude like i was talking to her and i'm like I've lived my entire life not being religious up until the last like two and a half years. Yeah. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to just do a complete 180 and have like the most orthodox wedding ever. Yeah, for Um, sure. That would be like whiplash for some people probably. Totally. And like the father at our parish has already talked to us about like, Oh, I want to come bless your home and yada yada. And so nice. Yeah. We're, we're all, we're all set, but it was awesome. I feel like I got away with something. Um, you got to see my band play. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. For you sure. got to see me play uh-huh. for the first time in probably three years. So I was really it down. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And, um, yeah, my boy on the bass. Fuck. Yeah. And, um, we had, a little yeah, bit man, of beef. I mean, I don't want to ramble too much about it, but it was cool, man. And, and I mean, me and, uh, me and the wife are just like really, really, uh, thankful that you could, you could make it up. Cause that was, that was i mean not even just bullshitting you that was genuinely one of the highlights of the whole experience for us oh good hell yeah yeah i love that it was oh, awesome. dude i um i sent a thing up to y'all it should be there tomorrow you were uh, saying that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you i didn't really like i don't know i didn't know what the protocol was i didn't go off the registry or anything like that i just wanted to do something that was personal so yeah, I, my bad if that's like if that's not kosher or whatever. But I just felt like it was something I wanted to wanted oh, no, to do. No, you're all good, dude. Honestly, I'm not even really into like the registry shit in the first place. Like our registry was just like was just like, dude, like give us money, or like if you can't give us money, just like 
just anything, right? It's mm-hmm. it's either it's either just like it's either like if you want to give us money because you can swing that, do that because that rules, and we can just pay for the wedding. Otherwise, just like the literal best possible thing is just like whatever thoughtful shit anybody can send us, send yeah. over to us. I I hate the idea of like I guess people are out here fucking putting together catalogs of specific plates and shit. They oh, want. they are, yeah, definitely. I don't I don't know, man. Like, dude, honestly, this is. It's funny, like, I don't, I'm like, I'm self-conscious because I remember I got, we got like one sassy YouTube comment on the episode where I talked about the lead up to the wedding, where oh, someone we? was like, yeah, I, I honestly, I'm probably reading into it too much. I shouldn't even say oh, the this. one that was like, you couldn't even read it. It wasn't even really English. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, are y'all talking I, about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck uh, that, whatever. I feel, I feel weird talking about it a little bit, but fuck it, I'll just go into it. Like, we had such a... Even just like, I mean, okay, I don't necessarily want to say like what the wedding was because I feel like maybe that's too much information, but probably like in the future when more time has passed, maybe I will, right? Mm -hmm. But like, you can just attest, it was like a really outdoorsy kind of, I hate the word quirky, but just a creative kind of thing. It definitely was creative. It was creative and it, and it worked like really Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, but it just had me thinking about like, dude, okay, when we were up there and it was like, it was like the ceremony, mm-hmm. um, like I'm sitting there or no, I'm not sitting there specifically. You were sitting there. I'm I standing was sitting there. there. You were standing there. Yeah. <laughs> you had the weight of the world on you in that moment, dude. Well, right. And the, dude, the thing, the thing I was kind of thinking about a tiny bit in the moment, but mostly like after was like, dude, you're standing there. And I'm like, oh, like. Well, what I was thinking about in the moment is like, oh, I'm under this like immense pressure that just presses diamonds together, right? Mm -hmm. Of just like this emotional pressure cooker. And it's all totally organic and totally authentic. And afterwards, I was thinking about like, dude, think about these people who like ride a limousine to their wedding venue that day. And they like get married in some big, huge sanitized building that like has no emotional relevance to them and everything's perfectly manicured and coordinated and it's all really really like contrived i guess is the best word to put it mm-hmm. what you know all i can think about is if, if i'm standing up there and i'm like reading my vows and i'm going through the whole thing and i'm like displaying um you know my my love for my wife yada 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 uh, you know that whole bullshit yada yada, yada. um like it's the kind of thing where it's like, I'm going to be up there and I'll have spent like 50 grand on this super gay, fancy wedding. And I'll be up there just being like incapable of actually having an, a natural, honest, emotional experience. Yeah. I'll just like, moment. I'll just like be up there being like, is this 60 grand worth of <laughs> emotions or like, yeah. or like, or like when I like, when I cry, am I going to like do it in a way that's really theatrical for the video? <laughs> you know, whereas like the way we did it, it was like this really warm kind of like everybody, everybody that was there needed to be there. Basically, we didn't have like my dentist's cousin's dog yeah. walker, right? Just some obligation shit like where you have to pay tribute and be like, yeah, I kind of have to invite this person to the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. There was none of that. And like, and it was all authentic shit. We wrote the whole ceremony, right? All that. Um, and I guess that is the best thing I can say is that it was like, it was real. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of these, these, 
industrial weddings. It's an mm-hmm. industry and they're mm-hmm. industrial weddings. Like I don't know how you can have like an, at least I wouldn't be able to have an authentic emotional experience. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't think that either. I mean, I've been to weddings and I know friends of mine that are like planning weddings and have put out registries and stuff. And like, I think it spans, there's a lot of different approaches to a wedding, but like I have friends that have registries that have like a specific you know, serving dish that's like $129 and like serving tongs that are like $215. You're like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm, why would I ever get you this? You know what I mean? Like, why do you need $215 tongs? What, what's going on? So yeah, there's definitely a lot of weird, like commercialism that gets squeezed into weddings. Like capital finds its way to like really get in there pretty good. No, exactly. Right. And like, I don't, yeah, exactly. with funerals, dude. Funerals are fucked in the same way. 100% with funerals. 100% with funerals. It's like, um, that's why I just want like uh, Wallace to eat me when I die. Yeah, dude. That's why I got cats. I'm like, all right, they'll they'll probably put some work (laughs) in and get rid of me. (laughs) Dude, just do the work. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it was a blessing to, to have that experience be what it was. And, uh, honestly, I've kind of just, at this point now, like kind of speaking more to where I'm at now, like, and I don't know about you, probably, probably a similar thing. Cause you, you had to fucking travel. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been just, I'm still kind of recovering a little bit like that. That yeah. whole week kicked my ass. Yeah. I got home and then immediately went to work and then I worked the next two days and then left and went and we hit the road to play a couple of shows with the band. Um, so then I traveled and had a 26 hour day, um, the fall day. that Thursday and Friday. So yeah, I've been I've been kind of up and busy. So yeah, I've been a little worn out, but it's good, man. It's all been good stuff. Like I was happy to travel to come out there and meet y'all. It was somewhere I had never been before, so that was really great. And it was like I don't know, I got to see Seattle and all of its like and all of its glory uh, in the sunlight, and you know, I get to see all the the water and all the like the really beautiful trees, and I also got to see all the homeless people and all the. <laughs> And all, and all of that so it was nice and then i also got to see like pristine wilderness and then display of love and everything so that powered me through all the travel yep um and that well, was, it was really nice it, well it was like we were talking about i think you one of my buddies and you and me were talking about like you got to go through seattle right mm-hmm. which is the worst of, of washington mm-hmm. and then we had the we had the uh the wedding out on one of the islands and mm-hmm. like it, i mean it's like it's they're unbelievable yeah, like I it's mean, that's unreal. It is unreal. Like I, I specifically remember because it's always like the kind of like grass is always greener kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so I remember, you know, Japan was one of my biggest. I mean, that was the the easily the single biggest trip I've ever been on. I, yeah. I, that was the only international travel I've really done. And I remember being like, oh, man, it's going to be so crazy. Like, you know, because 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 it's easy to conflate like um uh, I guess like something being foreign with being like pretty. Mm, yeah. And I remember driving through Japan and just being like, this place is like, to be fair, the, the countryside of, of a lot of Japan that I saw is like kind of ugly. Hmm. Um, not all of it. Like, I don't want to be unfair. There's like a, there's a decent amount that's pretty. Um, but like, dude, Washington and especially just like the, the Island County and everything dude, just, I mean, all of that's um, unreal unbelievable dude and 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 yeah dude like just the um i think i was telling you right like we took the ferry out mm-hmm. and 
the ferry is really something special because the ferry is like, dude, you drive through Seattle and you see like cube houses and PMC fucking Indian people fucking (laughs) crazy shit, right? The moon, the moon Rover. Yeah. And uh, dude, Griff shop sent me a picture of the Indian, uh, uh, Indian, like moon landing. uh, (laughs) Like, and it looked like a 3d image and he just like, was just like, LOL. (laughs) Uh, But no, ridiculous. um, Yeah. (laughs) Dude, shout out Griff. Um, no, but you, you know, you see all that the flat design shit, new Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to the fucking ferry terminal and you see just all of these kind of like curmudgeonly, slightly heavy set people wearing traffic vests, guiding yeah. people onto the ferry. And it's like kind of shabby, mm-hmm, real shabby. And, and it's just weird. It's just fucking weird. And it's like a parking lot on the water yeah and it's like dude that is what seattle always with like a school cafeteria in it no (laughs) right and like and only like a couple days of the week it's open and you can get like a corn dog on it yeah it's it's fucking awesome dude it's it's so fucking sick and i love it and i remember like dude on like field trips for school we would go on that all the time and and yeah i think you mentioned me like dude they just like kind of just let you just walk on like there's not really there's no security it's so informal dude okay so i got there and i bought my ticket and i was the only one in like the whole terminal area waiting and it had been a long day and i don't know how it happened but i somehow lost my ticket within like within minutes two to three minutes dude i bet they didn't even give a shit oh they didn't care at all i walked up to the window (laughs) and i was like look i don't know how it happened but i lost my ticket and they're like oh we'll just look around and maybe you'll find it and i was like yeah i'm not finding it like i i've been looking thoroughly and I don't know what could have happened. And they're like, all right, we'll just wait a little while. And if it comes up, it comes up. And if not, I'll give you a voucher. And then like 10 minutes before the ferry showed up, they were like, hey, come up here. And they just wrote me like a note on the back of a receipt paper. And I just took that up and showed it to the lady. And she was like, all right, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> so it was super like super chill compared to like the entry process for a plane or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, when like it's it's like uh it's like it's like flying on a plane in the sixties. Dude, yeah, it had that vibe. It's you just kinda dude, walk up fun. you kinda just walk up, like you're not supposed to, but you could probably just like blast a cigarette somewhere and get away with it. Oh dude, I was blasting joints and uh hitting my pin on the side. That's just what it was fine. I wasn't smoking the joint on the ferry, but at the at the station. You can do the pen pretty easily to be honest. Yeah, you can do that pretty much anywhere. That's why yeah. I fuck with those. I fly with it. I'll hit it in the airport bathroom. I used to smoke it in a smoking section when they had a smoking section at airports, but now they're fucking taking them away everywhere. It's dude, fucked. They're tra- dude, they're trying to domesticate us. They are, dude. They're trying to take away our fucking medicine, bro. Give us their poison. <laughs> <laughs> Ban our cures. Well, did you uh did you did you get the uh did you get back to the the airport all right? I know you left fucking yeah dude i took a ferry uh that was like the first ferry out it was the sun rose while we were on the water so it rose up over the mountains because that's like from the east and then over it was like man it was so beautiful seagulls flying in the air really cool shit yeah it was a great way to like cap off the weekend um and then i had like a super long day of travel back and i almost missed my flight my like second flight home because i had a connecting flight and 
when I got on my first flight, we like taxied a little bit and some lady got up and was like, let me off of here. I need <laughs> off the plane. And they were like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I need off the plane. And she wouldn't give a reason why. And they were like, they thought it was an emergency. So they went back to the gate and let her off the fucking plane. And as they're like getting the door open and stuff, they found out it's just because she thought she was going to miss her connecting flight. And so she ended up delaying the flight like an hour and a half, getting off the flight to stay in Seattle. Whereas we, the whole plane pretty much had connecting flights and we like multiple people missed their flight because we were tracking them on the way there. Dude, and like, amazing. I almost missed mine. It was such a whole thing. Like she Dude, did the whole, a... she did like the, this motherfucker is not real thing, but without actually being fun or anything, it was just like, she just got off the plane. God damn. Well, it was a bummer, but I sprinted him. in the terminal. I made it to my plane in the last call and I sat down and I watched two episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm for the first time in my life. Nice. It, it was pretty funny and yeah, it was pretty good, man. Dude, the new season of Curb about to be crazy after this last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Dude, big Israel supporter. <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> big time. T- taking an educated guess. Yeah, a big member of the tribe. <laughs> so yeah, dude, Israel. It's fucking war in Israel, dude. Two dude. wars, one war. There's a war going on in Israel. All right. I, right now, okay. Right now, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna front load by giving my prediction. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. My prediction is that um Okay, so 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 Ukraine's fucked, and Ukraine has been fucked for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nobody wants to admit it. And mm-hmm. if you ask a normie, they just like they just literally, they're like they're still caught in like those two weeks where Russia was like getting humiliated. They're on the ropes. Yeah, which I guess is just kind of how like Russia fights wars. I guess is they just like let themselves get kicked in the nuts until their adversary's tired. Yeah. War of attrition, bro. Yeah. Um, something like that. It's, dude, just like frozen peasant mindset. Um, <laughs> we got plenty of people. Bring it on. Yeah, dude. Ex- ex- exactly, dude. Um, I think what's going to happen is that... Um, what's going... Oh, oh my gosh. For a sec, I was like about to just get mad because someone like pushed the door open and it's straight up just the dog. He just pushes <laughs> the door open with his face. What's up, dude? It looks like he pushes some doors open with his face, bro. Dude, flat ass face. <laughs> Lay down. All right. All right, cool. You're chill. You're chill. Let's Does see he have it's... anything to say about Israel? Says, uh, what? What is that? I'm not going to say 1488, okay? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Um. Okay, anyway, so I think that, that what's going to happen is that it's going to give them the perfect bow out. And they're going to um, basically, they're going to direct funds towards Israel. They're going to start de-emphasizing Ukraine. And then all of the libs get to go, well, yeah, like Ukraine lost, but only because like we stopped supporting them and we started supporting Israel. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. going to be the perfect out. Kind of just like how um, with the vaccines, which obviously mm-hmm. are completely safe and effective, and I and I recommend everybody get them because I love always them. have I, been. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, you saw right? Like we had a Pfizer booth at the wedding. Yeah, making um, sure everyone got boosted while they were there. Yep, yep. Um, I was like, I was like, vouch where like people that didn't <laughs> want it, I was even just shooting a blow dart. Okay, <laughs> you were dosing you people. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hold on. You son of a bitch. Get out of here. Go. 
These people are sick. This is obviously a very, very sick individual. So, These people are the sickest of all. <laughs> These people are sick. Dude, they he's a sick. real sick you puppy. Get you know? used to hearing it. I figured it was a good time to intro the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome to the show, in. folks. Dude, we're, we honestly are so fucking back. We're um, cooking. Dude, post-ontological shift. This is a new spot. It's <laughs> um, a nice callback there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I had no idea that she was... Well, anyway, so... Um, so that's a deep cut. Um, <laughs> that's lore. So, yeah, no, anyways. I, it's basically the same thing that they did with the vaccine, right? Yeah. Where it was like, oh, like, well, I mean, it would have been effective and good, but then it, it mutated a bunch, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, Ukraine would have... Ukraine would have won, but then the war mutated a bunch. And it's like, mm. shut up, you yeah. fucking retards. Yeah, yeah. The Ukraine would have won, but then Netanyahu started just being like, hey, psst, 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 over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> over here. The, the, then the Jews just got out of pocket as they wanted to do. <laughs> they were wiling out. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's a good that's a good like assessment of what's going on i think like they kind of we've said that people are stuck in that mindset of thinking that russia is still like on the ropes and i think that's because that's where the media like left off like there's not been coverage really of ukraine since then it was just like hey russia's on the ropes and then like you just haven't heard anything about the details except for that we just need to keep sending them money like it's just like you know no reporting from the ground there it's just we need to keep sending them money sending them infinite money um dude that's one thing that really gets on my nerves and now we're going to be sending a lot of fucking money and a lot of weapons over to israel uh to support another endless war that's been raging on fucking since i i mean really this kind of war has been raging on since all time but specifically this one since 1940 fucking three right um yeah dude i don't know man i I think the whole thing sucks obviously (laughs) i don't i don't really like war and i've seen a lot of really like disheartening stuff and like kind of gross stuff from people um like on using this as like a chance to really like voice their support one way or another like i've been seeing people that are like left-leaning or whatever progressive pro uh pro-palestine people and they're like sharing all these videos that are like of bombings or like of hamas like capturing leaders of like different israeli groups and they're like hell yeah haha have a fun time haha like all this crazy shit i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about and then i've been seeing the same thing on the other side where it's like people just like using it as a chance to unload some like um deep-seated feelings against like the arab people and so there's just like a whole bunch of ugly shit going on around it uh fundamentally it's something that like it bugs me to no end that we're just so forever tied up with this goddamn country like Israel. It's, I mean, it's just such a shit show. It's going to always be, and it's just signing us up for like always being involved in this conflict, which is good for our elites, you know, but it sucks for like just good morality and sucks for regular people across the planet. Dude, honestly, like this is, this situation is a really is kind of a perfect example of just like I I just I can't I honestly just can't stand anyone involved in this whole situation. Right. Yeah. Um like and I and I think that I think that getting a little bit too it's like it's like cool to like make fun of and do soy jacks of people that are like I hate both sides, right? Yeah. Um but like dude 
this is a perfect example of that. Um, and yeah, you just you see this stuff and like there's a lot of videos up right now of yeah. like Arab people in Western countries just like, you know, fucking spurging out and, right. you know, cheering about the death of Israelis. And I think like in some countries, like there's been some violence against Jews and, you yeah. know, I it's a fucking mess. And to be honest, like it's it's just it's this it's this really deep rooted blood feuds. Yeah. And to to be honest, I mean, like the based part of me sees this and it's like, I'm I'm really tired. <laughs> we should literally stop importing this shit into our fucking country. Dude, yes. That would be kind of fucking cool um, because like I don't need to see like dudes that would be members of Hamas like waving Hamas flags around in the big lots parking lot. Um, and, and it's kind of cucked that we did this. Um, and then like, similarly, I just like, dude, like, you know, Israel, it's just completely demonic, you know, right. uh, Talmudic Jews are, are, are pretty horrible people. Um, and, um, I'm just, I'm just tired of this whole thing. And you see, and you right. see like at this point, like the whole thing that's going on right now. And dude, and if people want to say that I'm like being cringe for doing the both sides thing, that's like completely fine. I I think that people get, I think people warp their brains because they're obsessed with like novelty online and it it gets them to adopt uh, opinions that are more novel than they are like true and reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when I see, okay, so you know, on Twitter right now, the discourse for leftists is um, that there's these video. All right. <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it, but basically there was a big music festival near the West Bank and Hamas just rolled on in there and just kidnapped a bunch of like the most attractive women. Oh, wow. Right. Was this before the hostilities broke out or this I was- think it's like basically at the same time. Because I'm like, why would you have a fucking music festival there? Well, it was, I mean, that was there before the hostilities. Okay, right? okay. Yeah, and um, and people are, you know, and, and there's videos of them kind of like, you know, subduing these women and kidnapping them and parading bodies through, uh, of like dead IDF women through the streets, yada, yada, yada. I mean, these and, people are going to do fucked up things to those women. Well, okay, and so and there, there we arrive at the discourse, which is people saying like, "Oh, you know, they're raping these women," um, and and then the the leftist position now is just like, "Well, there's no evidence that they've raped these women so far." Dude, okay. what are we talking about? Bro? And there was they're this one lady. This women. is they raped their own. Dude. Well, they <sighs> raped their own sisters, but um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They raped their own fucking women nonstop. They, so it's like it's like um, well, and this is the whole thing, right? Is that it's like you can't even talk about this shit without getting, you know, some intolerance mixed up in this. Um, Right. Well, I mean, both of them suck, dude. And it's like, we should have nothing to do with the whole, we should just wipe our hands of that shit and be like, y'all figure it out. And it's nothing to do with us. uh, I know that's not possible, like given geopolitical circumstances, but like, I, that's the way that I think about it. So, you know, you know how like, there's always like a main character of Twitter. Yeah. Um, okay, so 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 the t- the post that everyone's making fun of right now is this lady Najma Najma Sharif, um, who's like, 
you know, people already did the whole dive and she's like some PMC fucking nonsense shit. Um, and her post was, what did y'all think decolonialize? Fuck. What did y'all think decolonialization fucking? Oh my God. All right. Forgive me. Um, decolonization meant vibes, papers, essays, losers, um, to which, you know, people respond to her. Um, oh my gosh. Sorry. She, she, American writer based in Minnesota. Yeah. Well, also she, she, she got a, she got a, uh, Catherine D was just posting, uh, this lady got, a, 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 a front page article in Soho house, um, home decor, uh, magazine, <laughs> um, which is kind of perfect. But anyways, point is, is, um, people respond to her and they're like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're like raping women. Um, right. And so then the, you know, the discourse becomes like, oh, well, you're not actually seeing any. But the thing is, she's right. Like these movements are going to devolve into that regardless. And like, I think that like the phrasing of like anti-colonialism is like mated to like this, like it's like a holy mandate of heaven kind of project. And Mm -hmm. so it's like when you're saying, you know, it's supposed to be a good thing. And when she's saying like, look, this is, this is happening for like a justified reason or whatever. But like, I think that's a wrong take, but I think that ultimately she's right that like real on the ground tensions of like anti-colonial action, it's going to be messy and gross and that like, it's going to be this, like, that's what, that's what conflict looks like at this level. Um, So yeah, yeah, she's right. I don't like her like flipping attitude of like fuck around and find out kind of shit. But Oh, well, totally. I mean, like, that's like, I think that, like, I, I think that also, like, historically, it definitely, you know, bears out what, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I, you know, and I think very correctly, I mean, the main thing people are kind of pointing out is that it's like, these are the same, this is the same professional class of people that are like, like saying like, oh, we want a decolonization of the United States. Right, for sure. And yeah, then to be like... Not- you, you, I mean, you get, you get the thing, right? Yeah. Anyways, I mean, and she's sitting in a winter fucking Soho home designed apartment writing freelance from fucking Minnesota. Well, yeah. I mean, then that's, I mean, that's one of the things these people don't really want to like, uh, understand, uh, see is that like, um, you know, d decolonization would, would mean that she's, you know, getting her fucking head chopped off. But right. I- anyways, um, and then, you know, yeah. on the other side, you basically, you have, um, you have um, Jesus Christ. Um, you have people like you know people of of of, of high positions talking about like you know I, you know they're they're shutting down the electricity and all internet access and water to the West Bank, yeah. and um, you know Netanyahu is just like straight up posting videos of just like leveling. Oh, um, dude! Bu- buildings, residential with, like, buildings. Yes. Leveled yes. to the ground, like nine 11 style, like exactly. And so like, you know, to, you know, honestly at this point, like the, these fucking insane Jews and these insane Arabs are just like, they just like deserve each other at this point. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think it's fucking horrifying that there's like innocent men, women, and children that are getting killed mm-hmm. in all of this. But like, it, you know, it's like rough to say, um, and like always, like, we're over here fucking amping it up and like egging it on and making money on it, pouring fuel exactly. on the fire so we can make more fucking money on it. 
and none of it goes like we don't even reap the benefits of it like that's the fucked up thing about it like american people don't reap any benefits from this even if it was like even if it is horrible and stuff it's like theoretically if it's making our like making lots of money for our industries we should see some sort of positive thing from it we're not gonna even see that and so like we don't even have there's not even anything to gain from all the terrible horrible shit that's happening it's just fucked and then like we're wrapped up in it and are always gonna be wrapped up in it i don't know bro this shit pisses me off but like the thing that you're talking about with them kidnapping all those women and stuff that's like a thing like going back to this tweet a little bit too it's like through this like pr like kind of workshopping hrification of these concepts like decolonize and anti-colonial rhetoric etc etc that's been shopped around with all these pretty infographics it's like it gives this concept that like the people who are like in hamas fighting or like these highly educated and like you know well-rounded morally sound people who are just like going off of like you know it's anti-colonialism so they just want their land back and they're just gonna you know just what it's like and it makes it seem like it's just like this totally morally just thing and no matter what they do is justified and it's like that's not that's not correct i mean they they have justification for their like their point of view you know they were displaced from their home from colonial people they continue to do it etc so like it's justified to fight back and want to get rid of that but like these people are also fucking radical maniacs most of the people because when you destabilize a country like that it's going to open up like opportunities for people that are power hungry and who are sick in the head and have serious criminal and mental pathologies going on and they're going to take the reins in these moments and so like you're going to have factions and people who are leading these movements that have horrible moral standards and who are going to be bringing people in that have also horrible moral standards and so it leads to just like atrocity in the name of something that's like you know being sold over here is like totally justified and then the same thing on the other side where it's like you know it's just terrible it's just so fuck it's fucked dude and i like i'm more frustrated about this than the ukraine russia thing almost because it's just like i feel like people are a little bit more it's more visceral this is because it's like religions involved and stuff like that and it's just it's just gross dude yeah yeah, it's a it's a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare and um and the boomer cons are are absolutely uh back at it. Just Oh, dude, just, Israel just, all fucking day, dude. God. Dude, they got Israelitis, dude. And um, <laughs> well, it's the classic it always comes down to, dude, the two things that that uh, American conservatives are uh are uh are actually interested in conserving is the free market and aid to Israel. And that's that's it. so true. Yeah. That's um, it. And then, you know, obviously you got like your, your Protestant evangelicals, which are, you know, just absolutely have the biggest fucking hard on for. Right, dude. That's Israel. what I've been seeing a lot of. That's been frustrating me because that's what I come up around, you know, Southern Baptist and fucking. These people are fucking marks, bro. It's These nuts, are, dude. They're fucking, they're, they're totally conned. And like. It's, it's like you got nothing to do with Israel, bro. Like you have nothing to do with Jesus Israel. came to set them straight, dude. What y'all talking about? <laughs> well, dude, and all these Talmudic Jews, they think that they think that Jesus is like in hell. Like yeah. they fucking hate you, dude. They hate all of us. 
Yeah, I don't and know so, what it is. It's just like it's affiliation with them because it's like oh, the Holy Land or whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, exactly. It's it's all about it's all about end time prophecies and bullshit. Um, yeah, all that that shit is that shit's frustrating to me. Uh, I think it's like uh, it's in bad taste all the way around as far as that goes. I've been seeing a lot of it from people I know from back home, and it's been overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking it's embarrassing. And uh, dude, again, it's just it's just one of these things where it's like like all these people owning leftists who are like, oh, you know, feminists and queers for Palestine, which is <laughs> which is funny. It's like, dude, right. they don't care about feminism and queers, bro. They want y'all out of there. Right. And then and then just and then just all of these, you know, normie cons just being like, oh my god, oh, oh America 2.0 got attacked. Oh my god. Right. You know, and the funniest part is too, is that it's like it's everybody. It's like yeah. all politicians. Dude, if we could all just come together and be like, we're going to draw a fucking line in the sand. Y'all stay over there. Y'all stay over there. And if y'all start doing anything about it, we're getting rid of both of y'all. Like, that's what we should do. Like, if y'all start acting up, popping off, you're going to get like a 20-day limit. And y'all can either figure it out or we're going to get rid of both of you. Because it's enough of this bullshit. You're, you're bringing everyone in on it. 100%. Dude, dude, Israel and Palestine just need to learn John Lennon Imagine. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Dude, they just need moms that love them a little bit more. <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, we just need to get uh we just need to get uh, strong woman leaders in there. <laughs> dude, there was that was another funny thing. So so Mia Khalifa, uh, a real um a real cultural icon. Is that uh, uh is that the Yeah, porn I was just going to say you probably don't know what that is. Is that the porn store? Yeah, that's Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. It took me a second girl. to rack my brain. I was like, fuck, hold on. I know I know this it's is kind a of funny name. Freudian slip. You said uh 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 rack your brain uh. Uh, <laughs> so, um no so no and so this um this um this broad is talking about she like she she tweeted out some shit or sorry xed out um some shit about uh, i was about uh, to say i was so confused there for a second when you said xed out i was like what did she put so, post something that was redacted like what? no just but, that no, gay she, yeah elon shit yeah um what the fuck was i even gonna yeah, say? So I, I, honestly i'm like scrolling twitter and just looking at just like horrible war footage don't just passively consume war footage i know it's horrible dude there's like some video of like a some Hamas guy shooting a dog. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. No. So so. Anyways, it's like um, uh, she she made some posts, you know, talking about voicing support for Hamas, right, and what's going on. Really? And she got like dropped by like Playboy, <laughs> and like the, <laughs> the just like the the whole joke the the whole joke has been just like the porn industry is owned by Jews, and so yeah. that's really funny. Um, it was more than just Playboy. It was like every, it was like a bunch of different. Um, and then the other thing is people just being like, dude, like, you know, she couldn't exist for five fucking minutes in Gaza because they would like cut her head off. Yeah, you know. Man. Um, so they, you know, there's that. Um, that's so yeah. crazy. Ex porn star Mia Khalifa expresses support for Palestinians. <laughs> Jesus, such a crazy. We're living in Honestly, such a ridiculous reality, dude. It's kind of like it's kind of a perfect um 
it's kind of a perfect example of this whole thing. Like I'm looking at this right here, right? I'm just like Rashida Tlaib is flying a Palestinian flag and an LGBTQ <laughs> flag outside of her office, right? Okay. These people don't know what the fuck is going on, dude. No, and that's where again it's it's just one of these things where it's just like, dude, like this is retarded. The response isn't to like support Israel cuz Israel is horrifying, right? right? It's just like, dude, just like don't pick a side in this. Yeah. You know, I would, I would hope, I would hope that in any situation you, you like oppose, uh, you know, innocent civilians being, being murdered right. and being, and being placed in a fucking apartheid state. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's always the, the little guy that gets fucked over in these situations, but bro, mm-hmm. bro, all of these people, all of these fucking cosmopolitan leftists that are like voicing support for hamas right now and send them over there let them fight for them well and basically just basically just doing what they always do which is just kind of making a fashion statement by having edgy politics that that aren't really edgy in any meaningful way um these people these people fucking hate you yes these people think you're a fucking degenerate and like even if well no and they're correct in that right (laughs) but like even if you weren't a degenerate they would just want to kill you because like yeah. you're secular, yeah, or like you're Western. You're they Western fucking... PMC, dude. They they would smell that a mile away, bro. No, exactly. Like in a way, you're colonizing them too, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they want to do, bro. They want to be like pro Israel, not pro Israel, pro Palestine, and then like we can get gay flags over there somehow at some point in time, and then everything's gonna be chill. You know, there's going to be Muslim women in bikinis on the beaches again, like it's the 70s or whatever the fuck. That's like, right, the which thing is also funny because, like, because Israel's all about the gay shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know what the whole thing is fucking just convoluted and mixed up like in a blender. And it's just like people with these conflicting stances. Like the AOC and the squad did like a, a rally for Palestine today. Wait, did they really? Yeah, I saw some article. My, I tell you, my MSN gives me the most BoomerCon articles because it thinks that I'm, I'm always on here googling like Hunter Biden or whatever, like while we're talking to figure out like what's, what's going on. And so those are the only. I use this web browser only for this podcast, and so like, it's, it's just getting the craziest shit. Like it just got Mia Khalifa Palestine typed into the Google. So like the algorithm is working up some weird things for me. And one thing I saw was like. Um, major backlash against AOC and the squad's pro-Palestinian rally and all this shit. Um, I think that the most just level-headed take on this and the only one that I really will respect or appreciate from anybody is Mm -hmm. the one that you said basically, which is this is fucked. Both sides are fucked. You shouldn't choose a side. We should stop giving fucking money and weapons to Israel and not give money and weapons to fucking Palestine either. And we should just be not having anything to do with this because yeah. it's not for us. It's not about us. It's got nothing to do with us, really. Like it, it does because we've insinuated ourselves in there and created the situation. But like at a level of like a basic, regular individual American, it has nothing to do with you. And so the country's interests would be better served as far as individuals that live in the country, citizens, if we just got out of there and had nothing to do with it and then use the money we're giving to fucking Ukraine and giving to goddamn Israel. And then we take that money and put it into American stuff. It's like civilian conservation core type shit, industrial projects, 
all sorts of stuff, infrastructure projects, stuff like that we could do. But instead, we're just going to fucking throw money into a pit of like human atrocity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking it's a fucking nightmare. And again, it's just it's just shit that's not going to go towards helping people in our own fucking borders that, that right. care about it. We're just going to we're just going to continue to just like unconditionally support an ethno nationalist movement that just like literally hates us. Yes. Um, and like, you know, I, I, I see all these fucking videos of like these Orthodox Jews, like spitting on Catholics and shit like that. Like, and it's like, and I, I, I'm starting now I'm starting to kind of play into the, like getting into the, the, the historical animosity, but, 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 but I don't even want to fucking perpetuate this shit. What I want is to end this shit. I want no fucking part of it. I want no motherfucking part of it. Leave me alone, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my stance. That's my baseline stance on like most all geopolitical conflict. Because at the end of the day, it's just us putting our bases out around the world, stirring up conflict in order for our industries to make more money that we're not going to see any benefits of. And we're just leading to global atrocity, horror for people, torture for individuals, murder, really just like a moral blight upon the whole world. And we're just kind of like, you know, working on that. That's kind of part of what we do. We're just like, yeah, that's what we do, bro. That's USA. That's just how it is. And it sucks. And I think that like most regular people, everyday people are anti-war in a, like, in a meaningful way. And I know that like anti-war can sound like kind of dumb or whatever, because it's like war is going to happen here and there. It's, it's a thing. It's just something that happens in civilizations over time and power struggles. But like there is a way to be functionally anti-war with your policy and the things that you support and where you give money to. And we could do that in a realistic manner. And there's like no one out there that's even talking about doing that except for RFK, who we could pivot to. Yeah, well, you know, I I might not have quite the um the bright I might not have the um the uh the glowing take on rfk right now that you might be expecting because rfk is pretty weak on israel he's super weak on israel uh he's yeah, super for weak sure. on, well honestly i'm gonna just look him up right now because i'm sure he's been posting cringe uh, as of as of late mm, i haven't um, seen him on israel i saw me so he had a live well, he announced his third party speech. run yeah um okay let's see here some post about indigenous people. I don't give a shit about it's, that. So it's indigenous people's day, Columbus day today, um, Monday, October the 9th. And that was kind of like the impetus for his speech, kind of like what he built his speech on. Um, so it's actually kind of on, on topic here. We've been talking a lot about anti-colonialism and the, uh, okay, well, here, here we go. Here we go. Hold on real fast. Sorry. I'm totally cutting you off, but I'm only going to read part of this. Uh, this ignomin, ign- fuck this unprovoked, <laughs> dude, I'm like, I'm, fu- I'm usually it's your role to, to mispronounce shit. And then I get to be smug, yeah, um, yeah. but I'm fucking up. Um, so, uh, this unprovoked and barbaric attack on Israel must be met with world condemnation and unequivocal support for the Jewish state's right to self-defense. We must, uh, provide Israel with whatever it needs to defend itself. Christ. Now. That was, it, that was RFK today. Uh, yesterday, Jesus um, Christ. Uh, and uh, I'll make sure that our policy is unambiguous, so that enemies of Israel will think long and hard about attempting aggression of any kind. Yeah, um, and that's the only the first half. But 
well, that's super gay, and never mind then, I guess. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he gives his anti-war on the Ukraine thing in a significant way that actually makes good and, like, analytical sense. So I think that's that's something that matters. Um, I don't know what to think about that Israel thing, especially not after his speech today. It's like... Well, here, let me... Let me... This is my... This is my take on it, okay? So... I'm I'm kind of stoked on RFK right now because um, because he's going independent now, right? Yeah, big and time. I think I think he's I think he's the judge dread of 2024 specifically because all right, right now the whole thing he's been doing. I'm sorry if I if I'm ram- am I rambling too much? Like, should I let you? No, you're good. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, he's been kind of like showing up Biden a little bit by being like, oh man, like look at the numbers he's getting, you know? I mean, he, it was never like enough to really bring Biden down a peg, but like, you know, taking, taking the piss a little bit, right? Yeah. Peeling a little, peeling a little support off him specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now he goes independent. He'll still be able to peel a little bit of support off him, but yeah. you know who he's really going to be peeling support from is, is big Dawn, big Dawn, the voice. Okay. Dude. Everyone so, that I see in the comments on Facebook or Instagram or anything of RFK posts, it's all Trump people who are like, I like you. I support you. People before the announcement he made today, people were hoping and asking him to run with Trump in the comments. Like there's a lot of like a lot. He's going to peel a significant amount of votes from Trump, I believe. Well, and in that and a lot of that has to do with his own politics and probably yeah. more of it even has to do with just the nature of a third party run. Right, an independent run. Yeah. And the way I'm looking at it now, and you know, maybe this is maybe this is a, a really stupidly simple take on it, but like he's the he is the judgment come about COVID policy. Mm-hmm. And and both Biden and Trump were little fucking retarded Pussies. faggots about COVID. Yep. And and RFK is gonna show up and Every little bit of support that he takes from them, they have completely earned. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck them. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm and I'm saying this as somebody who like, again, like I'm, I'm probably just going to vote for Trump. Right. I probably will. Um, but like, dude, fuck him. Fuck him for everything he did with covid. Uh, yeah. fuck, fuck Biden for all the dude, Trump's just retarded, dude. I'm admitting it today. I looked on his, I, I was like just looking up some Trump stuff today and like Trump he, is I legitimately saw, kind of like just unintelligent. It's just the whole, it's, it's retarded, dude. And I like, I support the whole thing of like anti-establishment. I've been vocally supportive of the, like the movement of about MAGA, like that kind of shit. I, I, I don't need to rehash all of this, but like he's not the, like the candidate I would want. Like he's not, his policies are not the things that I would want. Like the, I, I think it's just across the board reactionary. And I think that a lot of it speaks to things that I feel, but I don't think that it's in the right. I think it's wrong headed a lot of it. And well, like, dude, I mean, fuck, let's look up. Uh... I mean, dude, one thing I saw today was just a poster. He, he put, he put a post on Instagram. It's just a big block thing that says drill, baby drill. It's like, it's like, dude, what is this? Like fucking 2006 Republic. Like, what are we doing, dude? Like, I understand. It's like, yeah, we're going to combat this like green new deal shit. And like, we're going to like unleash American energy. And like, there's a middle ground and stuff, but 
that like that type of bullheadedness on like anti-environmental type of shit is fucked and i don't agree with it and then just like a bunch of stuff across the board it's just like i don't i don't think it's right i don't agree with it i don't think he's a good i think rfk is like a good person and i don't think that about trump and i don't definitely don't think about biden either or any of that any of those people and i guess yeah. that doesn't really matter but that's just like how i'm feeling dude it, it's just it's straight up just like you know he's going to he's going to attack biden for not supporting israel enough yeah um so yeah i mean uh, you know uh, i mean what else do you need to say you know yeah i think i'm pretty high on rfk right now the israel thing kind of threw me but like i already knew that he was like that a little bit and also he did get pushed heavily in his um congressional hearings about anti-semitic leanings people thought he was anti-semitic for somehow or another and so i think that part of it is like an overcorrection on that and also a lot of it's like he's a fucking kennedy so it's like this family was like built on some we're going to support israel and like that's just kind of what it was like then and now oh i think i get what you're saying here sure and um like he so he came out today and he gave a speech where he's announced that he's running independent which i i like i have been obviously like the first thought you have as a like someone who thinks is about politics in America is like, Oh, the two party system's retarded and we should break out of that. Like that's the first thing anyone ever thinks. And so like, it's kind of like a return to tradition on just baseline entry level dissident thought. It's like, Oh, maybe we can have an independent run. Um, and so that's pretty cool. I think it's like a good thing to support that trying to break out of that dichotomy a little bit. And then I watched his whole speech today. Um, and listen through to it. And I thought it was good. I mean, I think his voice is getting more stronger. I think he's able to speak with a better tone and you can understand them better. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe they've EQ'd them up better now or something, but that's good. And then like, I think it's a strong statement, him being like my parents and grandparents and everything built a democratic party, basically like made it what it made it a success that it is. And I'm now saying like, I'm out of here because this is so fucked and it's so wrong now. I think that's a condemnation of the DNC that's really strong. And I like to see that. Um, I think it's going to hurt them overall big time, which I think is a positive plus. I think it's going to kind of hurt the DNC and I think it's going to kind of hurt Trump a bit. I think that's nice. It kind of just shakes things up. Um, And then he, I mean, yeah, like you said about COVID, dude, he touched on that in the, speech too like okay so what i was saying about indigenous people day he came out and did it in philadelphia and he gave a speech today and it's talking he started it off by talking about how his dad um rf rfk senior um yeah rfk was going around and campaigning and he stopped in the lakota tribe in south dakota and spoke with these indigenous people blah 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 and his campaign manager was like, why are you talking with these people? And he was like, uh, I mean, look, they, they need help, whatever. Anyhow, he gives this whole thing about his dad, the whole Mimba kind of thing. You remember, my, you remember when it was good? Remember my dad, blah, blah, blah. And then he's I like, remember. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> basically that exact thing. That's that's the thing. That's one thing that frustrates me a lot. He, he banks so much on like Mimba, Mimba, Mimba. Like that's his whole thing. But. That's what, I mean, it's fundamentally what Trump is too with Make America Great Again. It's like, member, 
back further. Um, and so I think that I think he so he came out. It was Indigenous People Day. He gave that speech and he was like, it's good because now we're at a place with our country where we're able to start telling the stories of those who are dispossessed of their way of life and have lost their way of life. And he said, and now there's more. And he started saying, including people who are dying deaths of despair from drug overdoses, people who can't afford to get health care for their families, those living in destitution, farmers that can't drink their own water, people that got outbid on a home by hedge funds. Like he starts doing this whole thing. He's like, these are the dispossessed now. And we're here to claim their independence, blah, blah, blah. Really like powerful kind of thing. Um, does a lot of hearkening back to the founding fathers, which is good, like traditional American kind of shit. Um, feels pretty good. And then he said about COVID, like in one in the strain of like a long speech, he said, quote, people boarded up their homes and their, their sorry, people boarded up their hopes and dreams and Amazon cashed in big checks. That's based. I mean, he's talking about corporations, about corporate capture, about claiming independence from the corporate regulation in America. And I think that like that's that's all good. And like and he's speaking to stuff that I want to hear. He said, quote, old political alignments are dissolving. Um, and then one big thing that the big takeaway for me is he talks about how because he's running independent, he's going to be someone who is not doing one thing that's the left thing or the right thing, but what's actually right. Um, and so like one thing he said was recently he went and visited the border and it changed his mind on border policy. He said six months to a year ago, if you had asked me about open borders, I would have told you that's a humanitarian policy. It's a must. And if you said anything about the border, like closing it down, I might would have called you a bigot, a racist, a xenophobe, whatever. But then I went down to the border and I met and I saw the situation there on both sides. I met with the people that were immigrants. I met with the people working border control, people in the areas. And he was like, and I changed, like I, it, it changed my mind on the situation. And he's like, and I'm no longer support an open border. And I think that there are serious things we need to do at the border to tighten it up. And so he's like, he's like, I'm going to admit when I'm wrong, when that kind of thing happens, which like, to me, the thing about the border was like, that's a positive that he's not just super pro open border. And he's going to come out and admit that. I think he's jockeying a little bit for the like Fox news independent, uh, yes. like kind of voter crowd with that kind of stuff. And I think it's smart and I think it's going to work. And so like, I I'm going to vote for him. I decided today, like I was on the fence. Like, am I going to even register or anything? I'm going to go out and I'm going to vote for RFK this year because like, I don't really love what he does with Israel. I think ultimately he's just a fucking li like classical liberal. And so like, it's not like it's going to really bring the type of economic changes I want to see or anything, but I think the talking points he has are in the right direction. And like to get that kind of mentality of for someone who's going to be a leader in the nation. And I mean, he said like, he's like, I'm going to put, uh, I'm also going to do what's right for my people and like under the eyes of my creator and this and that, the other, I mean, he's like, I think he's just a solid, pretty rounded, well-rounded person that's genuine and authentic. And like, I think that's pretty good. And a classical liberal kind of take on that shit when you couple it with like the anti-vaccine stuff and everything else is almost refreshing. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Dude, I think RFK and I'm, 
I'm trying to come up with a good way of putting this. I mean, you basically hit the nail on the head by just calling him what he is, which is just like a classical liberal. But he's like, he's like, and, and hear me out here, okay? Because I mean this in a good way, and he's like a middle class reactionary in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of of like he's just like. And I'm I'm willing to be forgiving about the Israel stuff for him because it's just parroting. He he's trying to win middle class boomer parents, which is which are people who support Israel, right? He's talking about home ownership. He's talking about the vaccine. He's talking about shit that middle class that's his whole fucking platform, right? Yeah. And so because of that, like he's not some great you know, he's not some great, you know, leftist candidate. Right. And he's right. certainly not some like great, you know, uh, you know, traditionalist uh, fucking reactionary candidate or anything. He's not he's he's like he's like a centrist that was plucked out of time from like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's like something kind of nice about that. Um, and so I, I I'm kind of with you, man. I'm kind of with you. I. I I'm with you. I, at the end of the day, like I, I I'm still probably going to vote for Trump over him. Um, but, but I get it. I get it. I think, I think that, I think that there's like a lot to, to criticize, but like, I do, I do like the pitch of just the, like, I'm going to just go all in on middle-class politics. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think also I remember, endless conversations of trying to convince normies to support Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And like this exact thing I'm talking about being one of the biggest impediments, which is basically yes. like it, which is basically just like, well, I'm a middle-class person who owns a house. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You know, right. this is going to fuck me over in a number of ways. Right. And, and, and like, I guess it's, it's kind of an example of basically just like, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Yeah. That's and my thing like, with the RFK for sure. Exactly. Well, and then at the end of the day too, I'm not going to act like I'm not going to act like I'm I can over intellectualize it. At the end of the day, the biggest thing is just like um is just like bro, like um COVID is the thing. Mm-hmm. COVID is the fucking thing. And he's the and, man on the COVID as far as like any political candidates concerned. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, he's the only one that's talking about the chemicals in the food. He's literally talking about astrazine turning frogs gay and shortening their taints. Like, he's talking about based shit, dude. Like, and I think it's stuff that matters in a way that's not just to middle class people. Like, these are not immediate economic concerns, but these are concerns about the way that we are nourishing and constructing our nation and people. And I think that that's a fundamental, it's a holistic approach to the problems that are going on in America. I think it's not a strict economic materialist angle. And I wish that it had more of that. I wish he would talk more to wages. I would like, he makes these offhanded remarks about how Americans can't afford, you know, basic necessities and this and that, the other, but doesn't really make a whole lot like on how, how you would address that. But I think it's like, he's at least paying lip service to the things that like, I think matter. And, and he's talking about shit and setting light on like, industrial agriculture 
like the environmental pollution that's an issue, but not with like this like Green New Deal approach, but with an approach that's actually rooted in reality. And I think that's pretty big. Um, I mean, he did the thing where he talked about how carbon is essentially making the whole climate change issue more abstract than it should be. Literally the talking point that we have all the time. He's saying shit that I disagree with. Um, and that's what it is for me. I'm going to, I think I'm going to vote for him. Um, yeah, dude, that's, I think it's going to be pretty, I hope, I'm hoping he gets some amount of numbers. I mean, I don't think he's going to win I'm for sure, but I think that he could get like a, he could have a significant independent turnout. Like, I think what you were talking about with the Bernie thing is like, I said a few weeks ago that he's like, if Bernie had balls and, yeah. and I meant that, like, I didn't mean it like with his policies or anything. I mean it with like his appeal. He has that like anti-establishment appeal to an extent, but he's still in the establishment because he's a fucking Kennedy. So he's like still from that ilk. Same thing with Bernie where he was like, you know, he's a social Democrat. So he's like positions as being anti-establishment, but he's not really, but like, he's actually willing to go outside the party and go independent. He's actually willing to be like putting his nuts on the table about this kind of stuff and not just bowing to AOC bullshit. He's willing to, you know, actually go across the aisle, it seems, in a meaningful way. And he's like, I think he's getting going to drum up a lot of that vote of people who were like either Trump or Bernie people, which is what I was. Like, I, I was like, I'm either going to be for Trump or for Bernie, whoever is a realistic option, because I'm sick of this other regular shit. And I think he's like a little bit more genuine approach of like as an as an individual bucking the system like i think that bernie's like economic stuff whatever it was all weak dick anyways to be honest but it was like something um i think that that stuff like it was cool and it interested me but like i think that rfk is more like just bucking the system as far as like i'm just gonna do what i think is right and like i'm gonna do i'm gonna say things that are gonna get me ostracized from the dnc and from the rnc actually not like just for show like fucking bernie did so that's like i think that's my thing on the bernie like i think he'll get be able to get a little bit more support um from people who are not just like young leftists yeah well i mean he's gonna get support from 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 just normies mm -hmm. and that's a really important thing like he's a normal that, candidate dude he's just the, the candidate for normies like i think yeah yeah I, and i think that that's and, and i'm trying to say it in like the best way possible right because it's like because it's like there's always going to be normies right and so like um you know there's always going to be normies we just we want the normies to like be believing like fun based shit like anti-vax stuff and right. like you know the cia is evil mm -hmm. um as opposed to being like you know we should you know we should accept decolonization and you know <laughs> murdering and raping women right yeah i think he's doing a little bit of both sides kind of playing both sides thing um and he's like i think he's legitimately kind of trying to do a populist approach like across the aisle thing, which is really like, I think fundamentally what I've been looking for out of a candidate. I was hoping that Bernie would have the nuts to go independent. And I was like, I was wishing in the bottom of my heart that Trump wouldn't have run in the GOP in the first place, stuff like that. So I think that that's, 
I think that's why I like it. I just something that's shaking it up, man. I'm I'm just you know. I think that the Trump thing is like I just I don't think he's I don't know I don't I, if he comes back and like even if he gets in office I just don't think it's gonna be anything like I it wasn't it wasn't really I think it'd be nice um, to be like fuck y'all and get Trump back in office but like I don't think it's gonna help me and I don't think it's gonna really advance my interests as an individual except for like he did say in the recent speech he was like gonna defund schools or whatever that do quote unquote trans uh you said know, that? Tr- trans insanity trump uh, so that's sorry. based so i i like that but like yeah, that's i i just don't think that he's actually gonna... also to be fair I'll, I'll say this to you know to be honest i like don't even really know if that's like an effective strategy like i don't know it's not i don't feel anything super strong towards that but just in like the kind of like dumb internet poisoned way i'm just kind of like yeah all right cool you know, yeah I'm that's, fucking, yeah, that's I'm, what i'm saying i'm fucking yeah. i'm homeschooling you know yeah like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, I see. So that's like what it is for me. It's like he says stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to actually like any of his policies are going to actually be in my better interest, really. Like, I don't think that's really going to be the case. Whereas I think that it's possible RFK could do a couple things that might could help me get a house, you know, uh, or something like that, which would be sweet for me. Oh, so, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm fucking I mean, what else did we have to talk about? I don't know, really. I mean, th- I have one thing that was just, I mean, this is nothing anymore. The time has passed, I guess. But from when we were going to record before the wedding, uh, like one of the big things that was going on then was like the Fetterman in the dress code that was going <laughs> no, on. No, I want to talk about this. This is a perfect topic for us. Hold on. I, I want to, I'm going to text my wife and see if she can bring some food in here. Ooh. Like being a little boy. It, it, it's not it, for anyone listening. Don't get too excited. I literally made the fucking food. <laughs> Um, woman bring me food now (laughs) can you bring me dinner please I love you Um, hell yeah Um, what was I going to say yeah no Fetterman uh, showing up like little uh, little sloppy little, uh, little sloppy John Fetterman yeah I, I want to hear. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear Trump give him a nickname. God, I would love it. Didn't he? He already gave. He already did sloppy Steve Bannon, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know, but that makes perfect sense. If he did do that one, that that's on hitting the nail on the head. I um. He looks yeah, disheveled. I mean, I mean, what do you, what do you think? I mean, I okay. I'll say this. You know, as a Catholic, I like I like formality. Right. Um. I mean, yeah, dude, you're the fucking dress for the job you want, not the job you have, and you have the one of the highest jobs in the land. So, dude, get fucked. Dress good. You know what I mean? Like, dress for success. You're over here leading our country into fucking just absolute decline. Well, also it just looks like, like the, it. Also, like, the mimetic aspect of it. Like, like he's like, when he's like, it's like, you can, you know, you can have your own individual views of it, but, like, there's a, there's a shared culture, right? Yeah. And when you're showing up to these meetings with, like, a fucking, like, french ambassador and you look like the guy who's gonna clean his fucking air ducts dude right. it's like and i'm not trying to make some classist point right? no it's it, like it, you it, obviously just don't give a fuck about what's going on here yes like and not enough to show the respect of at least putting on some proper fucking clothes dude 
Like, what the fuck are we talking about? If you're going to go step on a golf course, you're going to put on a golf tee and the proper attire. If you're going to go into Congress, put on a fucking suit or at least a button-up, dude. And I don't want to hear about, oh, he had a stroke and he can't put a button on or whatever the fuck. If he can't put a button-up on, he shouldn't be in goddamn Congress. Wait, what why is can't he put on? a button-up on? There was some, he had, he's the one that had the stroke, right, Fetterman? Yeah, he stroked out like... Once or twice, I thought. Yeah, he's like stroked out. He's like basically a fucking mental like midget. He's going around <laughs> like he's. I don't know, dude. He just like wants to wear fucking Carhartt hoodies and baggy button up short sleeve t shirts. Like, no, dude. It's I don't care that you had a stroke. I don't care that you're hanging on for your life. I don't care what's going on. You need to put on a suit. And like I, I, I don't know. It's been frustrating. Did you see? You see? Uh, did you see Rand Paul? Showing up to Congress wearing a fucking bathrobe. Holy fuck, dude. No, but that's such a Rand Paul thing, bro. He's looking like um he's looking like little Ebenezer Scrooge, dude. Um it's honestly kind of funny. I Googled uh, it. Oh dude, he's wearing a red bathrobe too, bro. It's a Hold pretty on. good look. It's a strong look. Wait a minute. It looks like this it, I'm seeing that it's made with AI. It was it was an AI fake. Oh, was it really? Apparently, yeah. But it would have been good. I'd like to see him go and filibuster on the Senate floor in a bathroom. Dude, dude, straight up, that's the first time. That's the first time right there that an A that in real time, that's the first time an AI image has gotten me. Dude, it's gonna happen more and more as we go on. That's fucking I'm seeing all the time. I'm in like these archaeology and like um stuff like um what's it called architecture and stuff like that. I'll like, I'll be in groups and I'll see people post pictures. that are like, Oh, why don't, why don't we have this anymore? And it's just complete AI. And it's like, yeah, cause it never existed. Dipshit. What are you right. talking about? So <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be going on now. Like there's just going to be so much AI stuff everywhere. Art and like, um, deep fakes and all of that. I mean, th- think about India, dude, they use it for a state sponsored space mission. So <laughs> Dude, honestly, dude, India's on fucking notice, dude. India's been on notice, dude. They've been on notice ever since they like neglected to help poor people because of karma. You know what I mean? Like they were like, "Oh, the untouchables, we will not help." That's yeah, exactly. They've been on said. watch since and on notice since then, bro. It <laughs> fucked. Um. Yeah, dude. So I don't know, John Fetterman. I mean, John Fetterman's just annoying in general. Like yeah. John, one of the most annoying things about um uh, about um like John Fetterman is is that he's this kind of like he's this kind of like genre of dude that never caught on in the first place, but he kind of made it through all the filters and actually got elected, <laughs> which yeah. was which was basically the like folksy schlubby guy that Democrats could muster up yes. to, to counter Trump's schlubbiness. Right. And, and ba- basically it's basically just like the, the like Democrats, like I have a black friend thing, mm. except for just like, except just like them proving that they like, don't hate their plumber. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except like, except like that never caught. Remember people kind of tried to do that with Michael Avenatti where it was like, where it's like uh, he was like the kind of like uh, scummy, kind of Jewy New York sleaze bag, 
Yeah. But he was a demo, and I'm sure he's not. I think he's not Jewish. I think he's. I mean, that's like an Italian name. But anyways, yeah. But there's a lot of intermingling between the Italian and the Jewish. I mean, cultures. he's spiritually Jewish, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's certainly not a practicing Catholic. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> anyways, no. But this motherfucker, it's like that, right? And then like that, obviously, never caught on because he's like in prison now. Um, and it's just like you look at Fetterman, and it's just like, dude, do we have to like? pretend that anyone takes this guy seriously at least aesthetically because it's just like you were like a you were like a like a focus group test yeah and like none of all of the other failed clones just like died in their test tubes you know and you like you know you like stroked out like you know and like i I don't know i shouldn't make fun of the man having a stroke because it's fucked up um you should dude if you have a stroke you should recuse yourself from political positions that's what i think i'm I'm gonna start putting that one out there we got enough people we could fill the spot with someone that hasn't had a stroke and isn't likely to have another one right now you know what i mean yeah i mean it's not a really it's not a really crazy statement just to be like you know health problems that 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 compromise your like your mental capacities need to be like you know need to be considered basically a deal breaker yeah he's like a charity case dude like he's like a make a wish just to have this guy in the senate like what are we doing they're 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 accommodating him with the dress code loosening it so he could wear his bullshit and then like there was a bunch of backlash so now they've reverted that and so like they they changed it back to where there is a strict dress code now um and so like but anyways it's like why are we why are we accommodating this fucking fat retard dude like what are we doing (laughs) what are we doing bro like it's like we're have a country to run here well isn't this like the whole fucking thing with all this stuff is that it's always just like exception to the rule yeah is the rule right of just like of just like dude we can't it's it's actually ableist to have uh, a dress code in congress because of all of the retarded congressmen that are so that are so fucked up from stroking out that they can't button buttons um, but you know they they can they can they they're they're in charge of you know like helping to operate the single largest empire in human history. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Mitch McConnell fucking freezing up. This dude, dude not Mitch McConnell, like... straight up shitting his britches. People, dude. <laughs> it's dude, Mitch McConnell crazy. straight up shit his britches in front of all those people. Dude, this is just like literally looking at an empire in decline. It, it's like rapidly accelerating, dude. Like it's like the whole um what is it the emperor has no clothes or whatever but it's like this dude just it's like the emperor is wearing shitty clothes <laughs> that's the fetterman yeah yeah man i he's got a sleeve too he's got a tattoo sleeve they won't even let me show a tattoo sleeve when i work a menial fucking job flipping burgers why do they let him show his tattoo sleeve in congress bro what's happening Dude, he just looks horrible. I hate it. Like, he looks so bad, dude. He looks so fucking bad. I'm just like looking at pictures of him. I honestly, this is one of my favorite topics we've done because it's just so fucking petty. Um, <laughs> yeah. He just, he looks like the Grimace, dude. Yeah, he looks like Grimace mixed with Grouch. And he like he looks like, um he looks like one of those fucking annoying douchey dudes that like works at like the Harley dealership. And it's just like, and it's just like, all right, son, you want to, you know, you want to rethink that, son? You want to rethink, you want to rethink making hate speech jokes online, son? And then like, and then like you like, he like acts all hard and you're like, oh, did you like serve time or something? And he's like, no, I spent 30 years 
I'm fucking hard. I spent 30 years selling insurance, brother. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you're fucking gay, dude. Like, you're just like, the, the most hard thing about you is that, like, your dad worked for the railroad or something. Yeah. So you just, like, have good genetics that make it so that you look strong regardless yeah. of what you do. He looks like he, like, should be working with Frank Sabatka and the crew. You know what I mean? Like, 100%, looks like a dude. dock worker or something, not like an insurance salesman. He looks like I'm a guy with a... this guy. Dude. He also looks so different. In so many of his pictures. I, I yeah. that might be a stroke thing. I don't actually know. He um, looks like a guy that's wearing a mask that's supposed to look like John Fetterman, like <laughs> one of those like nice but not really that nice masks that they use for like skit shows or something. Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. It's like um, it's like the masks from like Mission Impossible. Yeah, dude. Some of these yeah, pictures, yeah, yeah. it makes his head look way too small for his body. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, dude, he's fluctuating crazily with weight. I don't understand it. He's there like is, a, there is a level of fluctuation going on with him that I don't, that I don't really like. Also, look at on Google Images, the very first picture of him, straight up, if you just like, if you just change the color of his skin, he would just look like a black man. Dude, you talking about his Wikipedia image? Yes, dude. He looks like a hotel. <laughs> He straight up just looks like a hotep, dude. Look, dude, put a kufi on him and dude, make him straight black. Up. Honestly, that's like that's gonna be my new uh, profile picture, dude. Yeah, dude, dude so I hate good. this guy. This guy's a fucking dork, and like, and and the thing that pisses me off too is like, he's he looks like he's he looks like a fucking mechanic when he's showing up in that in that jacket, yeah, or definitely. in that shirt. Yeah, this is a fucking he's trying to do janitorial work in the senate building and before anybody gives me a hard time about this if trump did this i would think it rocks okay i would straight up <laughs> I would straight up think it rocks all right um dude but john fetterman's doing it and he's like part of the club that's all about like oh we got to respect the process and like right. we're saving democracy and it's like shut up bitch you look like a fucking change my fucking brake pads dude shut the fuck up <laughs> And honestly, I'm making fun of him for that reason because he is literally just, it's the whole optics of his whole fucking shtick is just like, look at me. I'm just old, you know, working class Joe didn't work out. So they're trying working class stroked out Fetterman. And I hate (laughs) it. Dude, the more I'm looking at pictures of, I'm sorry, I'm just going off. But the more it makes me so mad, he does make me mad. And the more I'm looking at him, it's just like, he looks like Hellboy, where like his, his legs are too small and he's got a tiny ass little pinhead he does mm-hmm. yeah and dude he was he was just like he was just a fucking guy that they just shoved in instead of dr oz like that was the thing too is like he was just a fucking patsy dude like there's some they were like yeah we're just gonna shove him in like i remember that like we talked about fetterman during the election as being like just some stroked out retard and like now he's just back in like in the limelight in such a major way. It's like, what are we doing, dude? Put him in the corner and leave him there until he's out of office. Well, dude, out. straight up, like he's like Doctor Oz is the only guy that could get this fucking potato head elected. <laughs> That's so true, dude. <laughs> like, I, he does, his election doesn't even count because he was going against a fucking a fucking television snake oil sales. Yeah, dude. right. Like, like Dr. Oz makes me basically into like a, a fucking like debunking lib. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking about, um, you know, Dr. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so like I was, kind of a similar thing. Yeah. Right. But he 
instead of pivoting into politics and like my pillow kind of energy, he pivoted into like he just does a podcast on uh, the channel that Tom Segura runs. And so he's like, he, yeah, he was he, right. He was like, uh, yeah, I mean, basically it was all bullshit. I was a snake oil salesman. It's all just entertainment. But yeah, that's what it is. And I'm going to do that. Whereas Oz like pivoted into like, yeah, I'm going to be a fucking politician now and act like it actually all was real and sincere. And it's crazy. Like the Dr. Drew thing, it seems like an honest you know, reaction to a changing media landscape where he's like, yeah, dude, actually it was entertainment and it was bullshit. Whereas Dr. Oz is like going villain mode. <laughs> dude, honestly, I fully support Dr. Oz and, uh, and John Fetterman just starting a podcast together. Holy fuck. That would be everything. Yeah. Call it, yeah. The, Fetter- call it the Fetterman post. <laughs> dude, can we the get fe- Fetterman the fe- on the Fet post, dude? I don't know. He's probably retarded enough to come talk to us. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny as hell. All right. Well, you know what? I don't know if I have anything else, love. Dude, I think we're pretty much good. I mean, this broad isn't bringing me my dinner, so. Oh yeah, you can go out there, dude. Jesus Christ, I I work my hands to the fucking bone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> And I can't even get my 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 chicken thighs and uh, and quinoa with roasted chickpeas brought up to me. I've never made roasted chickpeas. It was actually just the only like thing I had in the fridge that I thought was roastable. That I because here's what I do. Sorry, I'm just torturing you with with rambling. But I'm gonna no, you're say fine. this bit. I like okay. What I like to do is I like to make a, a carb that's like not too egregious, like um like quinoa. Yeah. Right? Make a protein to go with it. Right. And I generally like red meat, but, you know, doing some chicken. Sure. A little chimkin. And um, and then I'll just throw I've started doing this recently. Actually, I realized, dude, I can just properly roast like a couple servings of vegetables in the toaster oven. And then I don't need to have it be like a long thing. Right. And um, because that's the problem. It's like I roast vegetables and it's like, okay, well, like it takes forever to heat up the oven. And then I have a bunch of leftovers I don't want. So I just do it in the toaster oven. It's like instant. And it does it just as good. So I'm trying chickpeas because chickpeas are actually like bussing for real. I fuck with the chickpea, dude. And I'm I'm getting into it. Like I'm I wasn't in the past. I feel like chickpeas are kind of like a like a hippie vegan kind of thing. Um, and I'm just trying them out now. And I'm like, oh, I kind of I fuck with this. Yeah, man, chickpeas are good. I just had the um, I just had chickpea pasta last night, mac and cheese. It was pretty good for me. And then hummus is good. Um, and then just, yeah, roasted chickpeas or just kind of cooked in cooking them like you would beans or something works well. Um, I'm pretty new to the chickpea game too, though, as of maybe the past couple of years and before quinoa too, I was, you know, type of person that was calling it quinoa. You know, that was my, that was my move. Yeah, I remember a job I had where I was like, where I literally like recall, called it quinoa to a customer and they were like what did you say and i was like quinoa and they're like yeah you mean quinoa and i was like no i'm pretty sure it's quinoa yeah <laughs> yeah i did the and same i think thing. about that and i and i like i live in just the nightmare of knowing i did that yeah i dude i did that on a date one time uh we were like ordering at a counter somewhere and i was like yeah let me get some quinoa and she was like you know that's quinoa and i was like uh it looks like quinoa <laughs> <laughs> it was and fine, she's like though. um 
All right. Can we split the check? <laughs> well, she, at least she knew what she was getting herself into right off the bat there. Totally. Guy like, who, who mispronounces words because he's only read them. Yeah, you guys aren't going to be, you know, producing, you know, the person that's going to cure cancer. I mean, I'd like to think maybe I could, but he's not going to know how to pronounce the word for the medication. <laughs> well, to, to, to be fair, I think uh, I think generally kids get the, their uh, their intelligence and IQ from their mother. So. Oh, well, shit, I got to swing up, dude. That's right. All right, bro. Well, go set your house in order. And <laughs> I don't know why that food. got me. <laughs> well, hell yeah, dude. Fucking good to be back. Let's uh, let's record a, a bonus this week. I think um, I don't even know, man. I think we were gonna watch a movie. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I watched. I watched ahead. one of them. We were thinking about doing a two movie thing, and I watched one of them, and I was gonna watch the other tomorrow. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll catch up. I, I've kind of been, I've kind of been out of it to be honest. Um, but, um, I'll get on the ball and we'll do it. Word. Hell yeah, dude. Have All a right, good night. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you later. These people are sick. This is obviously <laughs> I a never very, very sick individual. <laughs> These people <laughs> are the sickest of never all. Expected. These people are sick. They are sick. And you better get used to hearing it. Hell yeah.